Do you know Jesus, like really, really know him? Or maybe you just go to church and then the rest of the week you leave him and his word on the shelf? I'm not trying to be triggering. This is a real question that I want you to ask yourself. Do you feel close to him and part of his family? Well, today we're going to talk a little bit about Judas, the man who was in Jesus's inner circle, yet questioned him, stole from his ministry, and ultimately handed him over to be killed. You want to know why and how this applies to us? Well then, let's dive in. Hey, hey, beautiful women of God. Welcome to the Kingdom Daughters Podcast. Do you want to be closer to God and be confident in your walk with Him? Do you wake up ready to crush the day by putting God first, only to feel overwhelmed and frustrated when you wake up late and skip over your alone time with God again? Hey, I'm Angela. I too was a busy mom trying to find time in the small windows of my day to spend with Jesus. I have felt overwhelmed with life and motherhood, just wishing I could be close to God, be confident in His love, and stop comparing my life to others around me. But my lack of consistency kept me from what I desired most. I finally decided to make time with Jesus a priority, and it was a game changer. I now understand His love for me, can hear His voice clearer, and have grown in my confidence as a mom, wife, and woman of God. In this podcast, you will hear chats about faith, family, and fun systems that will help you grow in consistency in your walk with the Lord. So tune out the chaos in the carpool lane, or go ahead and start your workout, and let's jump in. Hey, beautiful friend. Welcome back to the Kingdom Daughters podcast. I am so thrilled you're here, as always, and I hope you're having an amazingly awesome day. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about Judas, you know, the one who betrayed Jesus. I was reading a little bit about him the other day. I've been going through Matthew, and I was reading something, and something just jumped right out at me, and it got me thinking about Judas, and I just wanted to talk it out with you. So here's a few things. What is so crazy about Judas is that he was part of Jesus's close relations. He lived with Jesus and the other disciples for just about three years. He traveled with them, ate with them, prayed with them. He heard Jesus speak more times than anyone. He was discipled by Jesus, like literally, directly, in person, yet he was unchanged. He literally stole. He was a treasure and he stole from them. So the first thing I was going to bring up is he wasn't kingdom-minded, kingdom and he let greed take over. In John 12, 3 through 6, it says, Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, or Scariot, I'm not sure which one, was later to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages, which in itself is kind of crazy if you think about it. A year's wages, that's how much Mary poured out on Jesus's feet. 
What an act of worship. Like seriously, what an amazingly beautiful act of worship. Okay, so he's like, um, hello, this was a lot of money. We could have given that to the poor. Why are we pouring this on Jesus' feet? But in verse 6, it says, He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to... Wait, sorry. As keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. He was literally stealing from Jesus' ministry. He was in charge of the money, and he was stealing from Jesus, who he had seen do miracle after miracle. He had heard him speak and seen how knowledgeable he was. He had locked eyes with Jesus. He had hugged Jesus. He had been in close relationship with him, and yet he was stealing from him. He was not kingdom-minded. He had been overtaken by greed. This right here just shows that anyone is susceptible to failing, even when you're around Jesus and you're spending time with him. If we don't keep our eyes fixed on the Lord, we are susceptible to failing, to falling away from the Lord. The enemy is out to destroy us, friend. If you've been around long enough, you've heard me say this. And you can listen to episodes 41 or 48 for more on this. I'll put the links in the show notes. But when we take our eyes off the Lord and start to worry about what's in front of us instead of what He has for us, we lose sight of His will and purpose for our lives. It's an open door, man, for the enemy to come in with fear, guilt, shame, etc., condemnation, right? We must always, always be alert. In 1 Peter 5, 8, it says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. We're all together. We're all in this together. We need to resist the devil, stand firm in God's word, and keep our eyes fixed on the prize, which is Jesus and heaven, and walking in a day-to-day relationship with him. It just gets me thinking, though. He literally did do that. He literally walked day-to-day with Jesus, heard him speak, was close to him, was in his inner circle, And he still was taken over by the enemy. He still allowed greed to take root in his heart. And he kept questioning the Lord and ultimately betrayed him. In order to keep our eyes on Jesus and to keep focus on him, we got to be in prayer, worship, and our word every day. You've heard me say this so many times. Judas was part of the inner circle. He was there every day, but he obviously was not applying it to himself every day. He was looking at himself as higher than everyone else. He was putting himself in a different standard and saying, oh, well, I'm part of what Jesus, this is how I look at it. I'm part of Jesus's crew, so I don't really need to listen because he already chose me. You know, and that's where we, that's a dangerous place to be. Yes, you are chosen. You've heard me say that. That was in one of my Faith Bomb Fridays recently. You are chosen. But we have to still 
apply God's word to our lives because we are fallen. We are sinners. We're going to make mistakes. That's just the way it is, right? And it's frustrating. But if we keep partnering with the Lord, we keep walking with him, we keep seeking after him, we keep our eyes on him, then he will guide our steps. He will show us places we need to fix and we need to tweak and need to, and need to change and little our walkway needs to just move a little bit to the left so that we can go in step with him, right? We need to be in prayer, worship, and the word every day, listening to the Holy Spirit and knowing where, what he's saying and where he is guiding us. Again, I talk a lot about this in episode 44, Practical Ways to Get in Your Bible, Biblical Routine. If you haven't listened to that, go check that out. That's a practical episode for you to just get into some routines. I will link that also in the show notes. So he wasn't kingdom-minded, and he let greed take over his heart. We have to be on guard, friend. We have to be aware of our surroundings. We have to know where we're at and take inventory of our heart and our mind, what we're watching, what we're looking at, what we're listening to, what we're allowing into our heart and into our spirit and into our mind, into our home, into our family, into our marriage. These are important things because when we open the door to the enemy, look how easy that can happen. Someone who literally stood next to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lord, God's son. He stood in his presence. He listened to him speak literally, and he still let greed take over. He still betrayed him. What can we take from this? What can we learn from this? And real quick, I just wanted to talk to you about my program, the Christian Habits Coaching Program. Have you ever felt like you just want a relationship with God, like to know who you are in him, to confidently walk around as a daughter of the king, to hear his voice clearer? Man, I know what it feels like to lack confidence, to not walk completely in fullness in him because I was not seeking him and chasing after him all the time. Because honestly, I was wasting time scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or just binge watching Netflix shows, right? I was wasting my time instead of chasing him. But guess what? I decided to dig in and really get into this word. And there has been life-changing events that have happened over the last couple of years. Imagine if there was an easy system for you that would help you establish routines for consistent Jesus time. Well, that's what my coaching program is all about. I'm here to help you prioritize your time with the Lord so that you can create steady habits to hear from God and to build relationship with Him. So, if you're ready for that, I would love to talk to you. Let's get on a free discovery call and see if we're a good fit so I can help you customize a spiritual growth plan based on your busy lifestyle, mama. Let's get some accountability and support. Now is the time. Go ahead and go to thekingdomdaughters.com and click on the free discovery call link. This will get you 30 minutes with me. We can chat it out. We can set up some goals, see where you're at and see if I'm a good fit to help you on the next level of your journey with the Lord. I want to help you Get to a place where you know his voice clearly, 
where you can walk in confidence as his daughter friend. So go to thekingdomdaughters.com and find it's possible to have a close relationship with him even as a busy woman. I'll talk to you soon. We just learned a little bit about how Judas was not kingdom-minded and he let greed take over. But you know what the root of the issue with Judas was? He didn't know Jesus. He was around him. He was next to him physically. He heard him speak, but he did not know him. He was not in close relationship with him. He was in close proximity with him, but not relationship. He did not let himself be known by Jesus and know Jesus well. This makes me think, even if we go to church or even read his word and have routine, we need to keep chasing Jesus. Look at how close Judas was, and he still lied, cheated, and handed Jesus over to be killed. He literally heard sermon after sermon straight from the Son of God's mouth, and he betrayed him. This means we need to be diligent to continue to chase Jesus, to pray for understanding, and to commit our lives to his glory and his glory alone. When you know Jesus, you don't want to do anything but love him and honor him, period. It's that simple. When you know his goodness, when you know his grace, when you've seen how powerful he is and that you can walk in that glory and goodness, all you want to do is honor him and bless him. All right, the passages that got me started on this journey of this conversation is in Matthew 27, 3. When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us? They replied, that's your responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. Then he went away and hanged himself. Right then and there, he made two mistakes. One, He didn't know Jesus well enough to realize that Jesus would forgive him if he would have come and repented. Like, what different story would have been told if Judas would have run to where he knew Jesus was and said, I am so sorry, please forgive me. Do you believe that he would be forgiven? Because I do. Because I know Jesus. I know that he would forgive him. Because that's who Jesus was and is. And he gives us forgiveness. But the second thing is, he went straight, instead of going to Jesus, he went to the people that he handed Jesus over to, the Pharisees, and said, I've sinned. Like he's going to them to confess. And guess what? They don't care. They don't care. So he tried to take his issues and problems and repent to someone else when really he needed to run to Jesus. And that's because he didn't know Jesus. He didn't know him well. Sometimes we make that mistake, I think. Instead of running to Jesus, because we're so filled with shame and guilt and condemnation that we don't run to Jesus, we instead run to friends and try to, friends or pastors or someone we look up to, which is fine. Those communities are so good and healthy. But when we don't run to Jesus also, if we don't run to him first and build that relationship first, we're missing out on so much 
of knowing and seeing and believing in his forgiveness and his love and his grace. It comes when we run to him and we surrender to him. But sometimes we make that mistake, right? We go to our friends and say, oh, I made my mistake and please pray for me and please help me through this. When in all reality, all you have to do is just kneel before the Lord and say, God, forgive me. And he's going to forgive you. He's going to walk it out with you. Now, again, community is great. Having friends and mentors in your life are purposeful and necessary a lot of times to help you have practical steps to the next step in your life. But we need to be running to Jesus first because Jesus is going to have the answer we need. People will fail us here and there. People are going to say the wrong thing and give the wrong advice sometimes. Not always, but sometimes they will. Jesus will never do that. He will always show up. He will always be there for you. He will always protect you. He will always lead you to where you need to go. Guess what? There's more. (laughs) One more thing I was thinking about is Jesus knew all of this. He knew about Judas. He knew his character. He knew he was going to steal. And he still put him in charge of the money. And he still pulled him into his inner circle. He knew that Jesus would question him, steal from him, betray him. But Jesus chose to continue to love him, teach him, and allow him to be close. This is an amazing testament to Jesus' character. Friend, he knows our flaws, yet he loves us anyway. I mean, seriously, that's amazing, isn't it? Do you feel loved? Do you feel seen and known? Hearing these stories, hearing this, he keeps calling us into his arms, loving us through all of our crazy. Can I get a what, what when I say all our crazy? (laughs) Or is that just me? We're crazy sometimes, right? We're women. We're emotional. We're up, down. We've got all our kids and we've got our marriages and we've got our friends and we're holding all these things together and sometimes it's crazy nuts. But Jesus loves us through and through. He knows what we're going to do. He knows our mistakes and he forgives us and loves us and calls us into his presence. So good. So, so good. All right, friend. Well, I pray that this was an encouragement to you. And a challenge to be chasing after the Lord. And day to day, don't just be in close proximity with Jesus. Be in close relationship with him. There is a difference. There's a difference between just reading his word and actually spending quality time with him, asking him to come meet you and speak to you. Completely different situation. Nothing wrong with just reading your word because anytime you get your word in, it's meat for your soul. But how much more better, that's a terrible sentence, how much better, I don't even know if that's great either, is it to spend quality time with the Lord and really dive into him. So be challenged. He loves you, he sees you, he knows you, friend. Let's say this together. I believe God is who he says he is. I receive his amazing and perfect love. And today I'm going to walk 
confidently as a beautiful daughter of the king. I love you, dear friend. I pray that you are challenged and encouraged today and that you can walk in the goodness that God has for you. Have a beautiful, blessed day, and I will see you next time. Bye now. Hey, friend. Okay, can I ask you to do me a favor? If you've been listening for a while, or maybe this is your first time listening, and this podcast has impacted your life, or you have enjoyed a specific episode, I would love to hear feedback from you. There are a few ways that I can hear from you. One would be amazing if you could leave my podcast a review. Let's get the word out there to other beautiful women just like yourself. God's word that he's putting on my heart that I want to share Leave a review and it spreads the message far and wide. Second, you can email me. Go to the link in the show notes, email me, let me know what you enjoyed, share a little bit, and I would love to get to know you. Third, you can come join our Facebook group and you can let me know in there and I would love to get to know you as well in there. You can go to thekingdomdaughters.com to join in the group and have a little bit of fun in there get encouraged, and grow in your faith in the Lord. Okay, that is all I have for you. Thank you so much in advance for leaving a review. I so, so appreciate it. You are amazing. Have a great day. I'll see you later.